Welcome to Sweep the Leg Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Mike McMasunis. How's everyone doing? I'm doing great. What is up, STO Nation? This is Time Traveling Peter. I have taken over for Mike. He has uh, gone on a sabbatical, and he gave me the keys to the show. And all he says was, good luck, and, uh, and flip me the birdie as he walked off. Yo, this is Time Traveling Peter. I'm here with Mike Mack. You other podcasters better step back. Your content is whack. And no, I can't rap. I can barely freestyle. I've been sitting here for a while. Mike Mac Masunas, tell me why you did this. Sitting here by myself. Selfie was canceled and I'm a little baffled. Mm-mm-mm. I hear the crowd shouting. It's saying they want more. If you like Peter, listen to Hydrate Level 4. Me and Mike Mac, we ain't never playing. Check us out on Facebook under SEL Nation. We review everything. Music, TV, movies. If you don't like what we put out, then beep. Just sue me. Podcasting all day until the day is done. America's Coast. Oh, man, I screwed that one up. America's co-host, Jameson. Jameson Rabbit. Doom, 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 Hmm. I got a friend's request from my uncle. Wonder why he's not even my friend yet. You might been hurt, babe. There no lie. You seen them all come and go. Oh, oh. Hey. What's up? Hey, sorry. That was Tove Low, Have It Stay High, Hippie Sabotage Remix. You're listening to the STL Radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Stand on the box, stomp your feet, start clapping. Got a real good feeling, something bad about to happen. Pulled up to the church, but I got so nervous. Had to back it on up, couldn't make it to the service. Grabbed all the cash underneath my mask Got a real good feeling Something bad about to happen Ran into a girl in a pretty white dress Rolled down the window where you headed to next Said I'm headed to the bar with my money out the mask Got a real good feeling Something bad about to happen Welcome to Sweet Play Podcast. This is your host with the most, Mike Macmasunas. How's everybody doing today? I am doing great, guys. So this episode you're about ready to hear was supposed to be gone in 60 seconds, but it turned out to be uh, a news episode because Time Traveling Peter gave me a text and said, hey, you got anything going on? I was like, yeah, I'm grocery shopping, blah, 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 blah. 
but he's like, Hey, you know, I I'm free. You know, you want to, you want to get together, hang out. I was like, yeah, sure. We can record a new section for gone in 60 seconds. Cause I'm recording that tomorrow. He's like, I'm down. Well, our 20 minutes turned into like an hour and like 10 minutes. So instead of doing gone in 60 seconds, I'm going to deliver that episode on Tuesday. So in the meantime, I want you guys to hear the, uh, hangouts that time traveling Peter and I had talking some news, TV shows, uh, movies, music, you name it. It's some good times. So with that being said, let's roll into the episode. All right, sir. So Peter, I've announced you as coming on and people in the nation already know who you are. You're time traveling Peter. But if people did not listen to the coming to America episode and they're hearing your voice for the first time, why don't you say hi to the nation, sir? What's going on, Nation? You know, you guys probably seen me on the Facebook group page. Uh, I try to be active as I can on there, you know, play some games, um, throw up some good deals I see at the stores for some uh, some um, uh, some of the older movies, uh, you know. Um, Heck yeah. yeah. You got your own podcast and nobody listens to it. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I, hey, I listen to it, you know, so I got at least one fan. Um, but yeah, uh, the podcast you're speaking of, Hydrate Level Four, uh, you know, basically uh, sweep the legs, uh, uh, bastard child. Um, <laughs> it, me and my son, we review uh, movies that I grew up watching, and he gives his uh, opinions on the movies for his generation and see if it still works. Um, I've had you come on on there. Uh, yeah. We did the um, Heavenly Kid, one of your favorite uh, movies of all time. Yep. Um, recently had uh, Mr. Jameson. Uh, he came on and we uh, discussed the original 1960 Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock uh, classic there. So yeah, both of the uh, Sweep the Leg hosts have been on the show so far. So. Heck yeah, man. It was good times, man. I don't know who yeah. this Jameson character is that you're speaking <laughs> of, but... Uh, yeah, The Heavenly Kid, that's the only movie I reviewed twice, uh, I think. I don't know. Uh, I definitely had a lot of fun on your episode because we got to spend two and a half hours on that. I know, like two hours on it. It was awesome. About two hours, yeah. 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 And it was my second episode, and I had a lot of things to say, and I've officially moved it up. If you did not listen to the episode, it's my second favorite movie of all time. And it was super fun, man. But yeah, obviously you have listeners. I'm just pulling your leg. You have a lot of listeners, and it's pretty cool. You have more listeners from the nation than the nation checked me out in the beginning of my podcast. So you're, yeah. you're, doing, you're doing much better than me. So. Thank you, sir. Well, you know, uh, much of that is contributed by you and Jameson for uh, helping helping our show out by putting it out there, um, you know, by means of social media. So I do appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, I, ho- hopefully we can get some more of the uh, new listeners. Um, recently, we just got a guy that uh, wrote in for the first time to to the show who um, listens to Sweep the Leg and uh, Jameson's uh, Real Films podcast. So uh, exciting stuff. Hopefully um, more listeners can join in. If he listens to Sweep the Leg, how come I haven't heard from him yet? Uh, oh, well, I don't want to drop the name, but I, I mentioned him to you. Did you, he have- you did, and this guy that you mentioned – doesn't write in STL, so I have no uh, idea who he is. It's well, to be fair, you haven't released a movie review in two months. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his dick over here. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's be out. Pull it back to Curtin a little bit. Um, I was like, yeah, I feel like doing it on Ground Hour. You know, send me a song request, and you were all excited. And then you were like, you know, can I be honest? You haven't done a movie review in two months, and I'm like, man, talk about a guilt trip. What a dick. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but it was all good. You were just, you know, you gave me a lot of encouragement. It was cool because I did say, to be fair, 
that mm-hmm. I really wasn't going to get back into the swing of things until, you know, January. But, you know, it, you were right. I September 2nd was the last one. I'm, you know, it's this is my first week of work. Went well. Obviously, I've nice. talked nice. about that during this episode. And, you know, I actually got excited about it when you and I, we are the ones that came up with the idea of death race and gone in 60 seconds and speed. Yeah. And the vote went, you know, I said, look, um, I need the vote by tomorrow because I'm doing this movie review quick. So and the vote went really well. We had a tie uh, last minute between speeds and uh, gone 60 seconds. So I thought, why the hell not? Let's do both. But uh, we'll do gone 60 seconds first. The reason why I wanted to do that first was because um, I've never done a Nicolas Cage movie. And it's probably not as, uh, you know, well loved compared to speed. And it's also my first Robert Duvall movie, so I can't wait to talk about him. And it just felt like I might as well get kind of the elephant in the room out of the way first. But there were more more hardcore STL fans were kind of like in my ear saying, dude, you got to do Gone 60 Seconds. You got to do Gone 60 Seconds, even after they voted. So I was like, okay, so we'll do Gone 60 Seconds. But I just watched Speed and Speed got the same amount of votes. I'm like, what the hell? Let's do both. So yeah. Yeah, why not? I I actually went on there, and I think uh, two of them had like three votes, and one had two, and so I evened it out, made it all three, three, three. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Try to make it tougher for you. I mean, I don't even know. Why don't you just do all three? Death Race is, you know, not a bad movie. You know, you know I love me some Jason Statham. I know. You know what? I I was actually thinking that because one of the things we I want to talk to you about in the news is the Fury Seven trailer, which of course has Jason Statham and mm-hmm. and Tyrese in the movie. Now. If I if Death Race won, that would be the perfect time to talk about the Furious Seven trailer. But I figured since all three got so much love, why do make a theme out of it, man? Hardcore action car. I don't know some stupid theme of the next three movies, just action cars or whatever. Because I'm in the Fast and Furious mode, anyways. Might yeah. as well do another set of awesome movies with cars in it. So yeah, actually, I like that idea. Do Death Race after Speed. Might as well. Why the hell not? Right. Yeah, let's throw in speed too. Too throw some throw in some boats. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually like speed too. Most people hate that movie, but I actually enjoy it. Ah, oh, there's no Keanu, man. I there's no Keanu, but uh, it was really really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. Maybe consider it guilty pleasure or whatever. Maybe it's my contrarian whatever. But I actually I don't think it's better than the first. But no. I really like Speed 2. I think it gets a lot of hate, and I really enjoy it. So uh, I guess first bit of news, sir, uh, the Furious 7 trailer, obviously, I mean, if you were in the nation, you heard me shout its praises. I'm like, here it is. Watch it now. I kid you not. I watched this about uh, 22, 23 times. Uh, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Man, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, I've actually gone on the net. And seen people vote, you know, rate the Furious 7 trailer 1 through 10. And I've seen 40% of people vote it as a perfect 10 out of 10 trailer. Just how fantastic it is. Um, Here's what I want to talk about. Uh, The beauty of this trailer is that it's very Paul Walker heavy, which is awesome. They weren't afraid to show him in action. There's also two shots of his brothers that I saw in the trailer. That was was awesome. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Which... I've seen it enough. I know exactly where they are. But this, I mean, it was kind of like they're, they're throwing scenes 
big chunk of scenes and this trailer doesn't even start yet before you even get the universal pictures it's like bam you already just had a huge montage of uh a truck you know a bus going over the cliff um first initial thoughts sir on the furious seven trailer go Okay, well, I seen this maybe three or four times, and it was only the first two days uh, when it released, so I haven't gone back and watched it. But uh, it, it got me feeling some type of way, you know. It got me really excited. Uh, obviously, the, you got the returning cast uh, with the addition of uh, Natalie Emmanuel. Uh, I'm a big fan of her from Game of Thrones. Uh, she's very easy on the eyes, uh, so you don't know her, you know, look her up or check out Game of Thrones. Uh, she's in there. Um, let me see who else is any new. Well, Jason Statham comes in. Yeah, um, uh, the people we didn't see in the trip, we saw um, we saw Mr. Wah from the martial arts movies. He's in the truck uh, that gets the doors blown off in the beginning. I forgot what his name is. He's one of the new guys being added. Tony hmm. Tony Jaw. Ah, yes, the, okay. the Thai um, uh, Muay Thai yes. fighter. Yeah, we we saw him just a little bit in the trailer. We did not see Lucas Black. Lucas Black is back, so is Bow Wow, but we didn't see the Tokyo stuff. I'm sure that'll be in trailer two or trailer three. This... Bow Wow's back in here. Yeah, yeah, they interesting because remember, um, they go back to Tokyo. This movie, oh right, right, movie, yeah, okay. This movie picks up in Tokyo. That's how it starts off. So Bow Wow's back. Lucas Black is back, and the girl. That Lucas Black won at the end of the movie, she's in there too. So those three return. How long they're in the movie, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty excited to see Tony Ja. Have you seen any of his movies? Uh, I've seen him in action, but I haven't seen any of his movies, but I heard he's a complete badass. Yeah, check out Ong Bak. That was probably the movie that kind of brought him out into into mainstream a little bit. But if you thought Jackie Chan's stunts were nuts, this guy, there, there's one where he's uh, chasing another guy. Um, like in the alley or something, there's these two guys who are carrying windows. They're carrying like two two sheets of windows, right? And he does this like f- somersault flip and and goes in between the two sheets of glasses. Wow, it's flawless, yeah. And then they repeat it like three times. You can probably just YouTube it, but he does some amazing stuff. So I'm pretty excited to see him in the movie. Um, uh, new people, obviously Kurt Russell is added. Ah, uh, we saw we him. See him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then the the girl from Game of Thrones who Paul Walker saves in the beginning. And yeah. Then, and then of course Jason Statham. Now here's something to kind of coincide with this trailer. The day it was released, E. If you have E on cable, they had actually a red carpet premiere. Oh my God, a red carpet premiere, folks, for a trailer. I kid you not. This trailer got a red carpet premiere. I've never heard of a trailer getting that before. Me neither. But uh, they, one hour before it uh, released, they had the cast members come out, which was uh, Vin Diesel, Joanna Brewster, Tyrese, Jason Statham, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, and Ludacris. They had this uh, basically, you know, talk about the Furious 7 movie before they debuted the trailer. And then immediately it hit online. And this was uh, actually on E twice. And they last time they played it was yesterday at one in the morning. So luckily I got my a copy of it from the beginning to end. And when they started talking about Paul Walker, Vin Diesel had a really hard time talking about it. He held back tears and stuff. But what, you know... I really thought the trailer was going to say something to say this movie is going to be the last one. And of course, in the trailer, it says one last ride. So I was like, okay, there's my confirmation. It's the last movie. But then as they're talking about bringing Jason Statham in, and of course, Tyrese talked about how he had worked with him on another movie. And of course, I knew it was Death Race. 
Uh, he was so happy to have Jason Statham join the family because he brings new energy and to help with the franchise. And the way they were talking, it sounded like they may continue, but they never they never said the words. But the way they were describing Jason Statham, it sounds like they may not kill him off at the end and the series may continue. So here's my here's how I've changed my mind on this is I, I flat out said I want this to be the last one, but depending on how they pull this movie off, I may be open for more. So I'm going to go into this with an open mind, something I was not willing to do a few months ago. But after this trailer and just my excitement level, uh, dude, it, it's officially sold me that it's going to be excellent. They all say it's the best one of the series. And uh, Michelle Rodriguez, they had asked her, is this a revenge movie? And she said, it was, but it's changed. It's something different, and it's for Paul Walker. So, man, I'm, I'm, I can't describe how anxious I am to see. I, I want to see this movie over any movie next year. I know Star Wars comes out and all this and that, but this is my movie for next year, dude. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be uh, some good times, you know. You got action, car races. You got a little scene that was a little Dark Knight Rises esque, you know, in the beginning with the, you know, involving the plane and the cars falling out of it. It's yeah. just, uh, it's it's crazy, man. They're 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 showing us stuff that's making us kind of like WTF, man. What is going on in this movie? Right. Uh, so pretty exciting stuff. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, and you know what I love is that the, it starts off with the plane sequence. They fall out, and I love how they have these humongous tires to land on, which was just excellent, just to kind of let you know, hey, yeah, there was a good chance the, the tires could explode by the impact, and I like how they use the big ones. And It was a great way to start off the trailer. I love how Paul Walker's on top of the car, and Ludacris hits him far enough to where he crashes. Now, where you see his brother, so this is when... Uh, the bus is about ready to go over the cliff. Paul Walker's hanging there. The moment that he gets on top and he starts running, it's his little brother because you can see his face. And then the faraway shot is his older brother. But then when and then the jump is his brother. But then of course the close up when he's on the car is Paul Walker. I believe that's CG. I think that's the CGI shot. Although you cannot tell it's a CGI shot. But if it's the brothers from the moment he's on top of that bus trying to get to michelle williams car i think that could be a cgi paul walker face and michelle if it, rodriguez yeah when he's trying to get to michelle rodriguez i think that's a cgi face and if it is i am sold because i could not tell once one bit that it was in paul walker's face mm -hmm. but that's but you can see it's his brother though because of the way that it's shot uh they don't put the cgi on him and it it looks like Cody Walker in that scene. Now I could be wrong, you know. I'm if I'm wrong, hey, great. But from the amount of time I've seen it on the big screen, it looks like Cody Walker was he's about ready to run off the thing. So mm. that's where I think they decided to put the brothers in the trailer, which is all good. Um, and then of course the Rock. We know the Rock gets jacked up. I brought this up before because his first day of filming, he was in the hospital. But I like how he just bust open that uh that cast he's like time for daddy to go to work man yeah. it was awesome and did you see him have that big ass like machine gun it was like dark knight style where he's in the middle of the street gonna shoot somebody man it was awesome dude yeah they're definitely bringing it they're 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 turning up the action in this uh high octane action yeah uh, and then, of course, I love the end. You know, uh, I don't have friends. I have family. And then, boom, they put the they put the trailer right on Paul Walker's face. Uh, that trailer, man, Vin Diesel said it was the best trailer he's ever seen. 
uh, man, I thought it was fantastic. I honestly don't think they can make a better trailer. I'm, I think trailer two. I don't know how you're going to top trailer one because trailer one was just like afterwards I walked away like, wow, five months can't come fast enough. And I think they didn't give a lot away. You know, a lot of people complain with the Fury 6 trailer that they gave away a lot of the big stuff like the plane stuff. But mm. I don't think they gave away a lot of big stuff that they're planning on doing in this movie. I don't think so. They're, they're they're probably kind of focusing a little bit on some of the action in this. Uh, I think some of the trailers coming um, uh, after after this will probably be a little bit more uh, dialogue, not dialogue heavy, but show us a little bit more scenes with uh, people talking. Yeah, you know, that that kind of thing. So that's that's what I um, not expect from the next ones, but I think that's how they're gonna go. Uh, go you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I, I like that that last line by Vin Diesel because in every single installment of this franchise, that's one thing uh, that they've kind of um, that's the one thing that Vin Diesel has always uttered, right? Basically, uh, he's all about the family, even exactly. since the very first movie. Exactly, which is why a lot of people they're happy for the fact Paul Walker's not going to be killed on screen, but his character is going to retire, which means that him. And I would assume Dom's sister are going to take off, maybe go into hiding or whatever. So I wonder how they're going to pull this off to where he will accept the fact that Brian and his sister and, you know, have to have to be gone. You know, I'm very man. I know they're going to pull it off. I really do. But I'm just wondering what's going to happen. How does this all make sense? You know what I mean? Well, this isn't spoiler, but just in case for those that haven't seen Fast Six, I don't I don't know why you haven't at this point. Right. But they uh, Brian's got a kid now, right? Exactly. So uh, you you got to think that Dom's going to be a little bit more accepting about his you know his sister and nephew. Is it a nephew? I forget. It's a yeah, boy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they try to they try to fight over who gets what um, gives him what toy car. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So so that's maybe that's the route they're going to go. Like, hey, Dom's going to accept this because he's thinking about his nephew and his sister. You know, they want to be safe. Right. And I mean, something obviously is going to happen to cause them to want to retire. Mm-hmm. Now, if the story continues and the rumors are true that Cody Walker, uh, who is playing two people, he's playing his brother, Paul, and he's also playing the brother of Brian. Mm. That, that'll be interesting because that's the rumors I've heard is Cody Walker plays two people. He's playing the, the missing part of Paul Walker and actually legitimately plays Brian's real life brother. Okay. And, and he's going to join the crew and take over for Brian. Now, which one is Cody? Because there's Co- two, and I think one looks just like him, the other one not so much, exactly. right? Cody okay. is the one who looks just like him, but is like two feet shorter. Okay. Oh, okay. Which is why um, you can always tell it, it's Cody because his face looks just like Paul, but man, he looks almost, he's like a splitting image of him, but he's mm-hmm. too short though. The other one is, is the exact size of Paul Walker, but you're right. He doesn't really look a whole lot like him. So, um, but yeah, man, you know, the thing I've always wanted to know is let's say this had never happened and, and you know, Paul Walker never died. What would the story really have been? Because obviously we had rewrites for this movie. I wonder mm-hmm. what the story really would have been. Because supposedly it was going to start off a new trilogy. Uh, a week before Paul Walker died, he said, look, if Fast 7 bombs, we're still going to make a part 8. It doesn't matter. Um, it's well, re- yeah, it's really well, hard to say what would happen after without even knowing what's going on in 7. Yeah, we'll, ne- we'll never know what the real story would have been. 
you know, what the plan story was before Paul Walker died. Yeah. Uh, they'll never release that info. But, you know, I'm, I'm willing to take what happened. So it's going to yeah. be going to be a good time. So the Fury 7 trailer. Fantastic. Go watch it if you haven't already. And uh, yeah, I guess we uh, we shall move on, sir. Okay. Okay. So Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. Um, have you seen this, sir? I have not. Um, I've been no. here. I've been hearing. I, I kind of feel like the Dark Knight Rises is going to get a pass now because I feel like, or it sounds like people are loving or hating this movie. I've and heard that too. Unlike the Dark Knight Rises, where more people loved it and very few hated it, this one seems to be fifty-fifty. So maybe now the Dark Knight Rises, any hate that it had will now officially be gone and now moved to Interstellar for the hate. I don't know. but Yeah, it's really hard to say since I haven't seen it. But I wonder if um, a lot of people went in with the expectation of it, uh, you know, having their mind blown or, or something twisted, kind of like in the, uh, Inception and didn't get that and was disappointed by that. I wonder if that's why some people didn't love it. Because uh, it got it got great reviews. I mean, I've I've heard f- um, from some other podcasters that they enjoyed it, but another guy I know who is also a podcaster, he didn't like it so much. Um, so it's really interesting, and you know, people been asking for my thoughts of like, well, I I I didn't have any plans to go catching in, in the theater, but I might now just because I am kind of curious. You know, why why are people disappointed or not liking it? You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it is really confusing. It's a Christopher Nolan movie, uh, and and I don't think he's put in one bad movie. You know, I've seen most of his stuff. Um, not so much uh, some of the earlier things, but everything after uh, Memento, I've basically seen. Yep, so same it, here. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Um, but I think I don't know if it was yesterday or um, or Thursday and Friday, but so far it's made like seventeen million dollars. A lot of money. It's number one. So okay. Man, for some reason, it seems very low. I don't know why. $17 million is a lot of money. but for that's, some... that's one day, though. Oh, one day? Yeah. Well, oh, okay. well at, at least Friday. I mean, because well, today's, today's Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, because so, I mean, it's probably combining like Thursday night and Friday so far. The, those are the numbers that I saw recently. Um, that it, it, I'm sure it's gone up, but the, the last thing I saw reported was 17 mil. Uh, but yeah, I have nothing to gauge off. It, it, you, you could be right. It could be a little low, but um, as far what it's competing with right now in the theater, it's number one. Wow, man, I'm kind of glad Furious Seven didn't come out this year because this is a terrible year of movies. Evidently, it gets one of the I've heard it's one of the worst financial years, at, you know, in a long time. Yeah, I, I have no knowledge on that, but I mean, there's been some pretty decent movies this year, I think. Yeah, uh, I, 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 whether, obviously there has been, because I got a top 10 this year. Last year, I had like a top three or a top right. four. Yeah, I yeah. actually have a top 10 this year, so there's I, been some good movies, yeah. I, I think I had a hard time last year with my list, too, uh, setting it in, just trying to figure out what to add to it. Yeah, I, I think this year was um, better than last year for sure, Uh but if it came out this year, I mean, it, it could have been like the best movie. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of Christopher Nolan and Batman and everything like that. So uh, as we know, they're eventually going to have a Joker at some point on the screen. Can't have Heath Ledger hold the record as the last Joker ever on film. And as we know, Suicide Squad is being talked to be a new film coming out. So yes. 
there's multiple sites, not just one, not just two. I think I've read it on nine or ten different sites that Jared Leto is um, the number one front runner for the Joker in the Suicide Squad. Who okay. uh, I guess Suicide Squad was not originally going to have the Joker in it, but decided elsewise uh, otherwise. And Jared Leto is supposedly up for um, you know up for the role. And uh, Batman on film, I mean the the guy who runs Batman on film, he he gets a lot of inside scoop, and he's he actually knows Christopher Nolan personally and stuff. And he actually said. If uh, they had ever redid a Joker, he thought Jared Leto would be a great pick, and he thought it was so funny that this turning out to be the front runner. Now, Jared Leto, um, I, I don't know what to think about this. I don't hate the idea. I'm just curious how he would go about being Joker, which way he would go. It's, it's really tough because, I mean, everyone brings this up, but when Heath Ledger was casted, you know, in my opinion, I was like, wait, the guy who did... Um, ten a Knight's Tale, about. Ten Things I Hate About You. I was like, this guy's going to play the Joker? I mean, we have no idea the way he's going to take it. Uh, I, I'm not sure if you've seen Dallas Buyers Club, but you know he won an Oscar for Best Supporting Role, and I, I thought he was excellent in that movie. Um, you know, And he plays basically you know, a cross-dresser, transvestite. You know, yeah. and he, he did really good. I, I, I really liked his character and, and believed him in that role. Yeah. So I, I think he can, you know, embody, you know, the Joker. It's just, uh, it's going to come down to the script, really, you know. And be, because people can do great, you know, like uh, have, perform right. well, but if the writing isn't very good, then it's going to fail. Yeah, so, I agree. You know... Really hard to say, but I, I just hope that not too many people are going to be like, oh, that's an excellent cast, because what if he doesn't do too well, then then they're going to talk trash, right? I think that's another reason why Heath Ledger was, you know, such a, um, had such a great role, because people were kind of counting him out, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't think he, they're like, oh, he's he's never going to be better than Joker. Well, you know what, uh, or Nick, Jack Nicholson's Joker, but I think most would probably say he was better. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, I think the only thing Jared Leto, I would say bad about him is he's not a very good rock star. Uh, but, okay. but okay. yeah, but actor wise, yeah, he's solid, man. I don't really have a problem with him. Uh, I'm interested to see the take. Yeah. You know, 10 things I hate about you, man. I just watched that the other day, man. I forgot how awesome that movie is. Screw the haters. That movie is oh, yes. Dude, you, you got, you got Robin and the Joker in there. Hell yeah. Which <laughs> technically he's not Robin. Let's just get that straight but okay. I, I i do like the memes though the moment you realize joker and bat and robin were in the same movie together you know because john blake's supposed to be batman not robin but they threw the robin line in there for the people who don't know the kind you know that that's another podcast but, but you you checked out that one trailer i sent you like last year right the uh, gotham uh, gotham high yeah yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. So they yeah. use clips from 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, I love 10 Things I Hate About You. Excellent soundtrack. And it's so, you know, I like going back to watch Heath Ledger movies because I just watched A Knight's Tale last month when I was unemployed. And because it, it was the second time I watched it. First time I watched it, long time ago. The second time around, I really enjoyed it. I, I forgot how funny it was and just amazing rock music they got in that movie. But I would always watch it for Do I See Joker? Do I See Joker? And never in anywhere in Knight's Tale did I ever see Joker. I was just like, wow. It's like he really, when he did Joker, man, he had not pulled, he had not done that in any other movie. You know what I mean? No, There's no. no hint of it anywhere in any of his movies. Maybe Monsters Ball, but uh, I gotta go back and watch that. But uh, you should uh, check out Patriot if you haven't seen it. 
That I haven't, but I heard it's really good, yeah. Yeah, him and Mel Gibson, uh, their father and son, check that one out. Heck yeah. So yeah, Jared Leto, we shall see how that goes. Now, uh, cancellations, I know you were watching Selfie, son. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. (laughs) (laughs) That crap got canceled. I'm glad I never watched it. All my favorite shows are safe this year, forever. Um, How to Get Away with Murder is safe. Stalker is safe. Uh, but I purposely taped selfie and I didn't watch it cause I had a bad feeling about it. And sure enough, that, that crap got canceled. You know, it, it really wasn't that bad. I, I think it's just because it, it just didn't bring in a lot of viewers. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I never really did any research on this, but, um, uh, basically from watching it, what I kind of gathered, they took elements from My Fair Lady. I'm not sure if you watched that from, you know, back in the day. Uh, but the main character, her name... Uh, see, her name escapes me right now, but um, the original character, her name was Doolittle, and I think they shortened it or whatever for, for the TV show, but it, it was pretty good. I mean, it, it's a girl who's consumed in the media world, and basically all her friends have the at sign in front of their names, so she doesn't even have real people as friends, uh-huh. and then she's, she's got uh, John Cho, who uh, is helping her become an actual, you know, a better person. You know, yeah. inter- interacting with other coworkers and stuff like that. So she's just she's al- she's always got her nose in her phone, basically. And it was just a very interesting concept. And unfortunately, it just didn't catch on. So yeah, I love John Cho too, man. He he's really good times. Yeah, uh, uh, he's always funny. You know, kind of speaking of funny, uh, the other day, <laughs> I think it was two nights ago, uh, I was watching Road Trip, and I forgot how much that movie. Just made me laugh. I hate Tom Green in it. He's terrible. Yeah. He's, he, well, he's not good in anything. <laughs> no, he's not. But I forgot just how good Road Trip really was, man. Especially that bridge scene where, like, I think a bird lands on the bridge and it falls to the water. And uh, you have good old, uh, God, the, the dude who's now in Supernatural, the new guy. Uh, people are yelling at me right now. I should know who it is. Uh, DJ Qualls. Oh, right, right. Yeah, DJ Qualls. I think it was the first movie I ever seen him in. And I've always hated DJ Qualls, but since he's been in Supernatural, I've now come to really enjoy him. And yeah. he made me laugh big time. It was first time that I laughed at everything that DJ Qualls was doing in that movie. Sean William Scott, normally he just annoys me. He was funny as hell this, like the second time around watching it. Of course, Beck and Meyer was great. I don't know. It was just, it was classic comedy, man. It was really good stuff. I love the bridge stuff where they try to jump and the guy in the background who I think is on uh, Men in Suits on USA or whatever the hell that sh- the name of that show okay. is called. Um, he's like a lawyer or something like that. But Road Trip, man, good movie. I'm sure you've seen it, right? I have seen it. I enjoy it myself. Uh, I used to own it a long time ago before, you know, I, I lost it. You know how that goes with DVDs. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, that one I like, and the unofficial uh, spinoff was a Euro Trip, uh, which I, I thought was good. You know, they go across uh, uh, Europe. Um, that's that's also a funny one. But if you like DJ Qualls, um, I think he actually did pretty good in Hustle and Flow. You know, the, the, the rap movie, he plays a, a producer. Uh-huh. And it's very interesting to to watch him lay some uh, down south beats in that one. So uh, that, that's an interesting watch. Uh, now, you watch Orange is the New Black, yeah? I do. I've gotten kind through. Um, I almost made it through season one. I had to stop after a while. It was getting a little heavy for me. Uh, but okay. I, I dig me some Orange is the New Black. All right. Uh, I, f- I forget her name. You might have to help me out, but it's like Pence Tucky, right? 
Oh, the girl with the the girl with the bad teeth, and she's like super religious. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, she's crazy, and um, she is in Hustle and Flow, and she's actually like dolled up. She's pretty on that one. Okay. Yeah. She, she's actually in a movie with uh with Michelle Williams called um, it's a uh, dog movie. I think it's called The Pack, and hmm. uh, it's where um, okay, Goldie Hunt's song Sun. Who is uh, what's his name Hudson? Um, God, what's his name? Oh, I didn't even know she had a son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, maybe I know who it is, but I didn't know they were related. Yeah, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell had two kids. They had Kate Hudson, Kate Hudson. and then um, hit their hit her brother. Um, what? Oh my let's God. call him, let's call him Baby Boy Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's this movie where these kids go. Um, they're like on a getaway trip, and there's these pack of dogs there. And they are vicious and they attack them. And that girl is in there. Okay. Uh, you know, the girl from Orange is the New Black. And I right. swear to God, it's called The Pack. It's got an awesome cover. You know what? You go ahead. I'm going to look this up because I, I sound like an idiot here. So okay. you go ahead and speak some while I look this up here. All right. Let's see. All right. Well, uh, let's see. What should I What should I say? You got to fill in. Fill in. I got to fill in a little bit. Okay. Let me let me take a look here. Um, let me see. Well, looking forward to that uh, Mockingjay Part 1. That's going to be pretty good. Never watched, uh, read any of the books, but I've enjoyed uh, the movies thus far. Uh, love me some J-Law. She's uh, she's easy on the eyes. Mm, well, some some pictures have leaked lately of the uh, Batman v Superman. That's, <laughs> uh, that's some pretty cool stuff. Mike, have you seen any of those? Oh, man. I'm so... <sighs> There, there's a picture I saw recently where um, they, they got uh, Henry Cavill suspended up in the air. Uh, obviously, you know, it's green screen, so he's supposed to be, like, flying, you know. Nice. So he's just standing there, and I think he's, like, looking down at Lois, talking to her or something. So, um, yeah, so some images have been leaking lately. That's pretty cool. And I don't know if this was real or fake, but I also saw him uh, looking up, and then, like, the next picture was a picture of the bat sign. So I, I don't know if somebody threw that in there to be funny or if it was something real. That, that That's a problem with, like, leaked images people try to play with them too yeah okay so i found the movie it's oliver hudson All right. okay oliver never. oliver hudson okay so we got michelle rodriguez oliver hudson taryn manning that's her name Ter- so, right mm-hmm. all right so it's called the breed it's awesome cover you got these killer dogs in the front cover uh with like drool hanging off them and it's a group of five college students who are forced to match wits with their un unwhelming residents when they fly to a deserted island for a party weekend and they're basically have a bunch of killer dogs they got to deal with it's a mm. fantastic movie man oliver hudson's in it i love oliver hudson he's awesome but yeah michelle rodriguez is in it uh she gets an arrow through the leg which is great uh, but yeah, I, that's, uh, I don't know how we got on the talk. Oh, because orange is the new black. That's my yeah. favorite movie with her is tyrant uh, of Tyron Manning is the breed. Cause she's not psycho in that movie. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Check, check her out in hustle and flow. It, it's, 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 it's not like an easy watch just because like it can be slow and dramatic. Um, it, it's not like a whole lot of fun or anything like that, but she, you know, she's plays one of the lady friends, you know, she's called something else in the show, but you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I sure. got I got what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, what else was there? There's some very little Star Wars news. I, I don't know if we, we're the ones to really talk. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, but since I don't know when I'll talk to Jameson next time, the the Force Awakens is the yeah. is the new title, uh, which is cool. I mean, it's not the Phantom Menace, which is a dumbass title. 
uh, I like it. Force Awakens. I guess it's like, hey, let's go look. Instead of where's Waldo, it's where's Luke, right? So yeah, okay, it could be. <laughs> I, I I've I've stayed away from it just because it's so early in productions. Um, well, filming, I, filming's wrapped though on it. Has there? They haven't. Oh, I haven't yep. seen any pictures of anything. Yep, filming is wrapped, so oh. it'll be out next year. So well, there we go. Yeah, Toy Story Four is coming out. I don't care. Whatever. Really? Yeah. I uh, I haven't seen well, I haven't seen part three, so I gotta see part three to care about dude, part four. Uh, most most people uh would say the third is the best one. I, I've heard that and mm-hmm. I promise I'm gonna get to it. I really like the first one. The second one annoyed me, but I still like it. And yeah. the third one I hear is gonna make you cry, and I think that's why I haven't watched it because I'm not in a crying mood right yeah, now. I was gonna say keep a box of tissues with you. <laughs> yeah. I like that second one because uh, I love Joan Cusack. You know, I yeah. really like her voice and she's pretty eccentric in that one. Yeah. Um as far as I guess news wise, that's pretty much it. Do you have any music news that does uh, tickling your fancy before we sign off, man? Well, uh, what about that Taylor Swift's uh, release of her 1989 album? Hell yeah, man. It's a fantastic album. I have always advocated my love for Taylor Swift since day one. Um, I actually, you know, my wife and I found her. Uh, she did this song called Tim McGraw. And she okay. wasn't even big, but that's what got her famous. My wife loved her instantly. And there, even in her first album, she had a little bit of pop going on in there. And as the albums had progressed, the thing I really admire about Taylor Swift is a couple different things. One, she writes all of her own music. She doesn't have anybody else write her own crap. You know, she, she does it all herself, which is fantastic. Um, two, she has a, she's, has a great way of... Of crossing over, do, bringing country people over to pop and so on and so forth. She knows how to perf- do a perfect balance. Um, and she she wins all these awards. She deserves them. She's very humble. Whenever she, you go up on stage, she looks like she doesn't deserve it. She does a lot of things for a lot of people. But I, I've always loved her music. I think every album gets better and better and better. And of course, she broke the record. Uh, you know, it's like in sync numbers, man. 1.2 million the first week, ridiculous, especially yeah. the digital age when the most you can sell is like one or two songs. So yeah, that was pretty crazy. It is. I was just at Target last night, man, and they got like a almost in a well, they got like a like four shelves of her CDs, deluxe and original, and that just kind of like it shows. They, you know, Target probably put in an order for these CDs just because she sold so much. And you're right, despite it being the digital age, you know, people are still buying stuff, you know, the entire albums. I know. So, it's yeah, pretty good on her. It's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, Shake It Off. I love that song, man. It's my jam of the year. It's not my number one song. Let me just, you know, foreshadow that now. It's not going to be my number one of 2014, but it's a damn good song. And if you don't like it, you have problems because hey, it's a funny video, too. You should yeah, check out the video. It's a funny video. Uh, you know, just like all about that bass is a funny video. I love, yeah. I love Megan Trainer. She's fantastic. You know, she, the CMAs they had their awards on on uh, Wednesday, and Megan Trainer kicked off CMAs, uh, which it made sense. Her Miranda, her Lambert. Miranda Lambert, and they have all these cross, they have all these pop stars on here, which I heard Ariana Grande was absolutely terrible on. Hmm. She did Bang Bang, and you shouldn't do that in a country, but. The thing I was going to talk about with Taylor Swift is Taylor Swift makes one pop album and and this and the GMC uh, or C, whatever the CMAs they kick Taylor Swift out of country music because she makes one damn pop album. When Sinead O'Connor, not Sinead O'Connor, but what's her name uh, that used to be able to do that? God, um, 
Sade? Who are you talking about? No, we're talking about the girl back in the 90s who did okay. country and pop. And, um, God, man, I got Cheryl Crow? I got to edit this crap. Cheryl Crow? Nope. Um, no. Keep thinking. It starts Does with it start an with S. S. Starts with an S. She was real big. Uh, not, Shania not Twain. Jewel. Shania Twain. Okay. Shania Twain. Why is it Shania Twain can up and do all these country albums and pop albums? You don't kick her ass out. Taylor Swift well, does one. And the year before, she got an she got an award for like uh, country artist of the millennium. And then you take it away from her. It's stupid. It, it it could be an age thing too. You know, people are looking at her. She's still young. You know, and it may just kind of categorize her as pop. Whereas Shania Twain's a little bit older back then, even back then, you know, and then, I don't know, maybe ah. we just gave her a pass. I, get, I call BS on this one. Yeah, Shania Twain has some, some uh, good music, but uh, also easy in the eyes. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, Taylor Swift, good times. Uh, I, I love her. Um, she's got uh, a few new singles that have hit the radio so far. And mm. a lot of people were just playing the CD, so I'm not sure what's officially uh, new single, I think, Out of the Woods, I believe is the name of the song. But the whole album is really Oh, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. That, that's the new one. Um, yeah, that's an it, awesome song. She, she was actually on Ellen earlier this week. And uh, I, I think she was actually, like, the main guest. You know, and usually Ellen brings on, like, a few different guests. But uh, Taylor was on there, and she also performed Out of the Woods. Uh, my, my wife actually kind of liked it. She thought it was catchy. I, I, I think I needed to let it grow on me a little bit. But uh, on that segment, Taylor had mentioned that... Um, uh, Rolling Stone magazine, I think they gave her like a four and a half for that song. So that's that's pretty darn good. So I think I need to give it a uh, like a fair listen because she was performing it and that's live, you know. So it's gonna sound different from the studio version. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it it didn't sound bad. You know, right. But I, I think it needs to grow on me. Yeah. Um, the song that didn't have to grow on me was Blank Space. I heard that one time and I loved it. That's another one that's getting a lot of radio airplay. Have you heard that one, Blank Space? Mm-hmm. Is that a new um, dating site? Uh, no, no, oh. <laughs> no, no. It's a new new Taylor song. It, it's no, kind, I haven't. It's kind of mid tempo. It's pretty good. Um, and of course, you got me in the rude from Magic. Why you gotta oh, be nice. so rude? Uh, yeah. I wasn't digging this song. And now I love it. It's good times. Of course, it, you know that because I played in the last Underground Hour. Yeah, if you don't mind songs like that, man, I'll, I'll send you a list of songs with that type of flavor. You know, the the little. The little mm, island twang, you know, yeah. I don't know what you want to call it. And P.O.D. does that all the time, man. I can, I can listen to P.O.D. reggae style all day long. It's good. Kind of reminds me of Sublime, too, from back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Heck, heck yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, Megan Trainer, uh, I love what she's doing. You know, she wrote all about that bass. And because that one song she wrote, they made her do an album. And I love the video. I think she's definitely a positive person to for my girls look up to because she's all about you know it doesn't matter what you look like you're made perfect from tip from top to bottom you know everything she's talking about is is positive but i love her style of music because it's like the throwback to the 50s she does she does doo-wop music her her whole ep my wife and i bought it every song was salad man it was okay oh man it's so salad every song is more doo-wop than all about that bass but if you like that the style she has check out her ep soon to be full-length album it's fantastic all her songs 
I think Will, I was going to ask you about that. If you've heard anything else, because I mean, uh, that song's a hit. You know, it, it's uh, you can't deny that it's super catchy. It plays on the radio. Whether or not you change the channel once it comes on, th- that song's going to get stuck in your head. Right. You know, my my two year old loves the video because he he just thinks it's funny and it's a catchy song. But I, I was just hoping that she's not a one trick pony. You know, where she only comes out with the one hit. No. So oh, so no. yeah. So if if you're um, um, you know, giving your uh, I don't know, lack two, of a better word. Two thumbs you know? up, man. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you if you're gonna co-sign on that album, I'll I'll give it a uh, I'll check it out. Oh yeah, I would say her EP is a, I would a ten out of ten. It's solid. It's perfect. Okay. It's, it's it's phenomenal. It's good stuff. Uh, you know, speaking of country music, country music is definitely on my bottom of favorite genre list. But as I always say in the Underground Hour, a good song is a good song. And mm-hmm. I have to admit, in my top 20 this year, it's going to be a few country tunes that might make its way. Because, you know, Day Drinking from Little Big Town, I'm not a drinker, but damn, that song is catchy as hell. Even Tawana's like, I still hate country music, but damn, I love this song. I know you heard Day Drinking, right? Because I've played it before. Uh, yeah, if, if I heard it, I'd probably remember. I, I can't remember a lot of titles. It's got a lot of whistling it, in it. You know, why don't we oh, do a little yeah, Day yeah. Drinking? Yeah, that's. I think you guys put it on uh, the underground on the um, the group yep. page. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't mind country at all. Uh, I actually started listening to country music when I uh, got into the military because um, uh, my buddy, he was from Arkansas, and he kind of turned me on some of the poppier stuff just because I couldn't stand the other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently I heard of, and I don't remember the guy's name, but his last name's like Aldine. Oh, Jason Aldean, yeah. Yeah, that that song. Uh, I forget the title. If you tell me, I you know I'll tell you if it's it. But does it have the word "burn" in it or "burning"? Or oh, dude, I don't um, know, man. I'm not dude, a big Jason Aldean okay. fan, but I know what, what whatever his song is. I mean, maybe hey, maybe you take the mic and I'll look it up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, am I wrong, Nico and Finns? I played on the Underground Hour. Good song, man. It's I love that tune because it's so different. It's so original. Not yeah. a lot of songs sound like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, man, as far as, you know, okay, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish, I talked about this before. I've always hated the name, but Darius Rucker killed it with radio, man. Radio, I'll tell you right now, is going to be in my top five of the year. It's a fa- it's it's beautiful song, man. I mean, it, it, you cannot not jam to that song when you hear it. Screw the fact it's country. I don't think most people even know it's a country song if you were to play it for them because it's just that damn good. So Yeah. Uh, burning it down. That, Burn. That's the name of the song. I, I I like that. I don't know this guy, but I, I heard him on Ellen. We 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 watch Ellen like every day. Yeah, we do at home. But uh, he was on there, and I was like, man, this is actually a pretty catchy song. And at first, it it actually kind of sounds like some of the co- uh, collaborations that Nelly had been on on country songs. Yeah. So if you like Nelly on any of those colla- uh, collabs, th- this song is kind of similar in that vein. You know, with with the, the sound of it. Um, the only thing it's missing is Nelly, but I'm sure some people won't, don't mind. Now, of course, you know uh, something bad with Carrie Underwood and Miranda Lambert, right? No, you, you, they have beef? Uh, no, 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 sir. Oh, a song? They have a song they did okay. together where um, it's called um, Something Bad's About to Happen. And uh, it's super catchy. It's great. You know what, dude? Just because huh. you're on here and you haven't heard it, for the kickoff movie music news, I'm going to play this for you as the kickoff song so you can hear it. Nice. This okay. song is amazing, dude. It's just like day drinking with the whistling, but it's got the the thing I love, the two-letter words, oh, oh, oh. And it just, man, it it's so rocking. It's like, 
this song is amazing. You know, you're, you said Carrie Underwood, right? It's Carrie Underwood. It's, you it's can't a, go wrong with that. It's a Miranda Lambert song with Carrie Underwood, and it kicks ass, dude. Mm, easy on the eyes. Hell yeah, son. <laughs> and she's pregnant, too, by the way. They She had 11 outfits on the CMA Awards on oh, Wednesday. Wow. Crazy. Good stuff. Yeah, I don't know how the hell we got into country music talk, but it's all good in the hood. So. Hey, we're talking about music, and it started with Taylor Swift. So. It did. So, yeah, Taylor Swift... Uh, I love the 1989 album. I do have to finish it though. Uh, I've only got through half of it. Everything I've heard, I love. It is it is pure pop. It's excellent. Um, and you know, Shake It Off is just it's a great song. It's really helped my daughter this year. You know, my daughter went through a lot of bullying in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to meet with the principal. I had to get special privileges and stuff. And a lot of times, I would actually repeat that song to her in the in the lyrics, you know, just to help her through. So, yeah, it's a fun, poppy song. But I've also heard um, Kelly Clarkson. She took the song. Hey, can we talk about this with Stalker? Sure. Going back to TV with Stalker. Actually, before we even continue, I wanted to, I know we're running long, but uh, I wanted to see if you want to just kind of run over some of the shows that we've been watching, too, uh, for the TV news. I, I know we kind of ran through, like, uh, you know, what was canceled and stuff like that. But, yeah, there's some shows that we're both watching that are new this season. I think that's probably, you know, maybe worth mentioning. Yeah, we will, definitely. Okay, hey, all right. To, to tie it all up with Stalker and Taylor Swift and, and um, what I was talking about with Kelly Clarkson, where she took Shake It Off, she made it a slow gospel song. Mm-hmm. very slow it was amazing and she made it almost haunting because she's like i love the lyrics but i want to slow it down so going into one of my favorite new shows of the year which is aka stalker mm-hmm. fantastic show stars maggie q and uh, dylan mcdermott love it one of the things they do every single episode by the way this is created by kevin williamson so that tells you right there it's going to be phenomenal uh at the very end of every episode, they take a famous pop song and slow it down to make it creepy as hell. And my God, does it just make me not want to ever listen to that song again because it's so damn creepy. Because they have this fantastic band, this girl with this amazing voice. Uh, they do uh, I'll Be Watching You, right? And they make it yeah, super yeah. slow, like super haunting. Where you have at the end, you have the stalker who's like, you know, thinking about choking and killing people, and you have I'll be watching you, and oh, so creepy, and I love it. You take the, uh, you don't you want me, baby? I I just posted this list on Facebook, the top ten catchiest songs of all time, and don't you want me, baby? Is number nine, and my wife said, don't you love it? A stalker song is number nine. It's true if you listen to the lyrics, it's all about stalking, and we're waiting for this song to be at the end of Stalker. This season, don't you want me, baby? I think it's gonna happen, sir. Yeah, they their song choices that they've been doing has been awesome. They have taken like some of the older stuff, like you said, they slow it down. They get a new singer, and it's either acoustic or whatever it is, and it makes it haunting. Um, the one you were just saying, the the, the sting and and the police song. Yeah. They they, they even changed. Um, well, they didn't change. They okay they changed the course a little bit where they like remove some of the words and they make it even um they make the song sound even more stalkerish than it already does heck yeah um and let me see i think the most recent episode or i forget which episode but they played out that uh one um song one way or another yeah and if anyone knows that song it's one way or another like yep. that's that's not it's it's kind of a silly song, exactly. You know? But they they turned it they, they turned it into a really haunting stalker song. Dude, I had chills because this was last week's episode, and they did one way, 
yeah. or another. Yeah, and this is, this is a guy get... singing too. Yeah, yeah. man, I'm, it's yeah. I, if, if, if oh. watch it for those songs alone, you know, if 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 you don't like procedurals, at least check out the songs. You, you know, it it is really good. It, and I know some people they don't really care for procedurals. I mean, each each episode, it's a new stalker, it's a new case. But Dylan McDermott. He does such a good uh, job assessing like the crime scene and stuff like that, and you know you just he he brings up certain things. For example, he'll be in someone's room and he'll notice that the bed doesn't have a frame, and that's because that the the victim she's just scared of coming home and someone hiding under the bed. So they you know make comments like this that make you kind of think like, huh, okay, wow, that's super interesting. And so it's it's nothing that I've seen before on television. So it, I, I think it's definitely is is one of my favorite shows for sure. Oh yeah, and I wouldn't even say it's procedural. Don't think Law and Order SVU or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has its own style. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of story going on backstory, evil story, like you know where your heroes are actually kind of villains in a way because your hero who who takes down stalkers is actually a stalker himself. Uh, which makes it very interesting. Uh, speaking of 10 things I hate about you, the little sister uh, is actually an adult in this show who sleeps with Dylan McDermott, uh, which is just uh, ironic that uh, I was just watching 10 things I hate about you. I'm like, hey, that's the girl from Stalker. There you yeah. go. Uh, yeah, man, it's great. Maggie Q is great. Uh, I love Stalker. Uh, but Kevin Williamson, man, he, you know, it's just... It's got his fingerprints all over it. You know, there's one episode. There's this wedding going on. It's a, it's a, it's a woman marrying a woman um, uh, wedding. All of a sudden, she gets the the beginning of the show. She gets shot in the head, and her, her brains just go all over uh, her her soon to be spouse. And that's how it opens up, and it's a stalker. Yeah, I'm like crazy. I'm like, you, oh my god. We we uh, we watched it recorded, so we played it. And then that came on, and then that shot just came out of nowhere because you know it's playing like a you know a wedding song in the background, and then it's showing you know different shots and stuff like that. So we thought it was a commercial we were watching until the girl got hit in the head with a gunshot by a sniper. We're like, wait, what? Right. So it caught you off guard, man. It, this show definitely does some things that you you don't expect it to do. Uh, like like you said, uh, Dylan McDermott, he's he's on this um uh, on this team of people who you know. Uh, investigate threats and stalker cases and stuff like that yet he's also stalking somebody uh himself which we'll we'll leave that one out because i think we've kind of dropped a few spoilers oh Uh, but yeah but it's it's um i'm waiting for the new episode every single week heck yeah you know forever is a show that i absolutely love it's on abc as well uh this is a show that uh if you've seen the fantastic four mr fantastic uh who was a douchebag in the show with sarah michelle geller on uh the cw it was called ringer uh he's in this show and it's about this guy who essentially doesn't die every time he he gets killed he comes back to life uh in his regular body but he's naked in a body of water so he knows uh hundreds of different ways that people have died and he's a medical examiner and Mm. it's kind of like if you take castle uh and you take uh bones and put it together you get forever now I know you've seen Forever, right? No, I haven't. Oh, um, yeah, I, I know, is... I know. You've told me. Oh. Uh, J- Jameson has even told me if you like Quantum Leap, it's kind of like that too. Exactly. It, it's got the Back to the Future 
um, essence to it. it because yeah. uh, he'll go back in time to, for example, he'll be working on a case where somebody died that he knew, you know, 70 years ago and you're transported back to, you know, to 70 years in the past and, you, and you're getting that story told while you're in the future. So, yeah, it's like Quantum Leap, Back to the Future, Bones and Castle all mixed together. It's it's phenomenal. It's the best show of the new my new favorite show it's i love it above stalker and i think stalker is a fantastic show forever forever is my favorite and i was hoping and praying it doesn't get canceled and it did get renewed for the remainder of the year so yeah i definitely i'm I'm bookmarking that show for sure i i know people are always telling me like oh you gotta check this out and i'll say oh yeah i'll get around to it but forever is definitely like the number one show i'm gonna check out next once i get a chance to just dude we're watching so many damn shows there's like seven or eight shows that are uh, recording every week for us i'm i'm like two weeks behind on big bang theory and yeah. that's, a, that's a half hour show <laughs> i know yeah let's see mondays i got uh, i got wrestling i got uh I, it was big bang theory uh, i gave up on gotham that show sucks uh, actually, you know what? This week's episode was actually pretty good. <sighs> well, that's fine and dandy because I ain't going to watch it. <laughs> Come on. Just give it one more episode. No, I'm done giving it my time. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah, my, my, my wife has fallen off too, but I think we're going to give it a few more until one really lays an egg. Yeah. You know, they, they've, they've been mediocre at best. Um, but we, yeah, we, I, I think if we're just like, okay, come on now. But dude, I hate Montoya. She's like the worst character on that uh, show. That that's a that show is Agents of Shield all over again. It's pathetic. But Agents Agents of Shield's been doing good second season from well, what I hear. Well, that's great and dandy for that <laughs> show too. I don't care. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. I I still you know Castle is great. Uh, Bones is great. Supernatural is great. Now of course the Flash. Fantastic! You, sir, have a Flash podcast with your brother. Yes. Uh, which what's the name of that show, sir? It's called the Pod Flash. I think you called it the, the Flash Pod or something in in um in your oops in your news. That's okay. You, you <laughs> know, I I don't know if anyone's actually even searched it out. And to be honest, um, my my brother is in the process of getting a uh, a really nice mic. Uh, matter of fact, one that we all use. Um, so he's putting some money into that but he's been using a gaming mic so the quality oh. has been very good uh, our announcement video is crap um and i got some feedback on the very first episode and you know this this is his very first show and he's never podcasted before and i um basically when we talked about it i made it clear in the beginning i got hydrate level four i need you to be the lead of this one he's like oh no totally man i can totally do that because in the off season he wants to review uh, comic book movies so he wants to do that in the off season so yeah he definitely wants to run this whole thing and so um so on the first episode he's the one that led the review and we're still learning out the techni- uh, technical t- uh, the technicalities of everything the settings and all that and we got some feedback hey you know that first episode i couldn't get into it after the first few minutes just because my brother was like constantly sniffling and kind of snorting he was under the weather <laughs> and so it turned out this listener he just um couldn't get into it and i'm just like okay well the second episode is going to be better so you know we're still trying to trying to learn some things we're we're actually like an episode behind right now uh just because life gets in the way but but look we know we're going to be competing with all these other podcasts that are you know that actually have a schedule and this is what they do 
but I have my own show. This is going to be secondary for me. And my brother works all kind of crazy hours, too. So we'll get together when we can. And it's just going to get down to the editing and putting it out. So for, um, for those that, you know, if they understand that we don't really have a set schedule right now, at least subscribe. Because that way when the new episodes come up, you'll get it and you'll know it's there. Yeah. So we're, we're doing the best that we can. Um, you, you know, we have one of our friends that is a regular listener, and we get some feedback from him, so that's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're going to continue on whether or not people listen to us. You know, we're enjoying the show. Uh, it's an awesome show. If you like Smallville, it's very similar to it. Uh, I mean, this is your first superhero with superhero powers since Smallville. You know, yeah. Arrow is a regular human. Uh, anyone else that has powers wasn't a superhero. So, yeah, check out The Flash um, and check out the pod Flash, but don't come in until, like, the third episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, g- going back to what I was going to say, I love The Flash. I mean, every episode gets done. I'm like, I want more. I want more. I want more. It's fantastic. The crossover episode of Arrow uh, you know, had Felicity in it. Oh we, man, that we, was an awesome episode. We don't get the full blown crossover till episode eight, but man, it was amazing. Um, this last episode of Flash was, uh, or Arrow was great. It's it's nice seeing Brandon Routh. You know, I'm so I'm trying to disassociate him from Superman Returns, and it's uh-huh. coming. It's coming. You know, it's getting there. Is he but, a regular on that show now? Pretty much, he's in almost every episode. Interesting. Oh, you I, haven't seen Arrow? No, I'm. I'm. St- oh I'm my st- god! Okay, Get off I, my show! <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? All right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I I didn't fall off. It's it's just uh, when I started watching Arrow, I think. I want to say Breaking Bad was still on, you know, and and I got The Walking Dead, I got Game of Thrones, I got all these shows that I watch, and at the time it just it, it wasn't enough for me to continue on, so I'm like, okay, well I have to step back for, on something, and it it just happened to be Arrow. I didn't oh. dislike it, and unfortunately I fell off right about when Felicity was starting to become uh, a, a bigger role on the show. Man, get, that was you, pretty early on. You have Netflix. Watch season two. Yes. Stop what you're doing. Don't eat well, supper tonight. Go watch that show now. I, I need to watch season one. I need to catch up. Oh my god! Look at this guy. You <laughs> you have failed this podcast, son. Uh, well, my, my brother watches Arrow, so uh, you, you guys <laughs> you guys both have um, you know definitely got on me to to catch that. But no, it, it's something I'm gonna go back and catch up on just because. Um, it's not going to take long. I'm not even like a full season behind. You know I, what I, mean? I would so. say this. If, if Supernatural wasn't on TV today, I would say Arrow is my favorite show on television. Mm. Yeah, that it's that it, it's that good. Uh, as far as new stuff goes, man, I would rank it as... Uh, do I want to put Forever in front of Flash? Do it. Ooh, that's a good yeah, no, well, if, if you do it, then you're going to be a little bit hypocritical from your last statement. So you might have yeah. to retract that. Or, uh, well, hey, how about this? No, I forever did say is... Forever is my favorite new show. Yep, yep. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. you said yeah. your favorite new show. So you can still say that, and your um, Arrow is still your number one. Uh, no, well, for new show, fa- uh, Forever would be number one, number two would be The Flash, and number three would be Stalker. And number four would be How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, that, like that would that. be my top my top four right there. Uh, as far as like just regular shows, number one would be Supernatural. Number two would be Arrow. Uh, number three would probably be probably Bones, and then Law and Order SVU. Ridiculousness is always a good time. Always watching that crap all the time. <laughs> 
Um, I uh, there's a show that I watched that I really like too, and it doesn't sound like a whole lot of people are watching it, but it's called Grace Point. Uh, if anyone has seen Twin Peaks back in the day, it's kind of like that without the supernatural elements to it. Um, basically, it takes place in a small town in Washington. And the very first few minutes, it starts off with the, the death of a little boy. And so this town is coming together trying to f- find out what happens. And they bring a, a guy in, um, uh, a detective, to work on the case who's super weird and eccentric, right? That's kind of <laughs> the, the, the mold for shows like this. Uh, and no one gets along with him, even his partner, who is actually the wife from Breaking Bad, Skylar White. You know, uh, Anna Gunn, the actress, She's this is uh, basically her show with uh, this guy, uh, David Tennant, I think is his name. He played one of the Doctor Whos. Uh, but uh, I, I like the show. It, it's um, basically... With every episode, they're introducing a, a, a person from the town that could possibly be the murderer. So almost every episode, you're like, okay, well, this person is definitely it. <laughs> the next episode, no, this person's the killer. Like, no, this person's the killer. Like every episode, you're just like, man, who is it? So uh, it's a pretty good cast. They got uh, Michael Pena playing the father, and uh, Nick Nolte is in there. He's he, he's a guy in there who uh, last week's episode, I think. It was his story, like, oh no, he's the guy, you know. So, so man, it, it's it's gonna be crazy. I, I can't figure out who it is right now. It's it can be anyone at this point. Wow, it's like Persons Unknown almost. Could be. I, I'm not sure of that show, but yeah, Grace Point, check that one out. I really like that. Excellent. Yeah, and man, new shows for sure. Uh, Forever, The Flash, Stalker. This How has they, been a good season for for these shows. Yeah, man. You and, know, I well I here. This is what's great. I am not a new show person. I am like, you need season one out of the way before I check it out. And this year, yes. I took a leap of faith and yes. I said, I am going to watch these new shows. And it paid off because all my favorite shows got renewed. So, yeah. my Me with wa- the exception of Selfie. <laughs> yeah. And my wife watches Witches of East End and that got canceled. So, she's like not going to watch the season finale now because I told her it's a cliffhanger. So, she got a little depressed on that one. But, yeah, I'm surprised all my favorite shows didn't get canceled. I can't believe the numbers on How to Get Away with Murder when I found out they are doing DVR uh, numbers. I was like, thank God they're finally putting in DVR numbers to do these stupid, you know, what are you watching crap. It's nice. You know what I I mean? Yeah, it's funny because the show before it's Scandal, you know, it, both of those shows are created by Shonda Rhimes. You know, if anyone's seen Grey's Anatomy, same creator. Now, Scandal, I was good for, you know, for the first three seasons. The the, the fourth season started off, you know, okay. Um, but uh, How to Get Away with Murder, I thought was definitely the stronger one of the two. And I still feel that way, too. Uh, and so that says something for it being a brand new show and breaking that DVR record. Um, so how to get away with murder? It's it's a super fast pace, and a lot of times you're just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and, and and then at the end of the episode, it gives basically it presents you with a bigger question than what you already had at the beginning. So it's it's crazy. It's definitely keeping uh, me on the edge of my bed, you know, because it's at ten o'clock. Why is your penis on this girl's phone? And that's how. No, it dude, I thought you were asking me that. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was on that was on the um, on the uh, teaser trailer on uh, one of the previous episodes. Um, yeah, it, it's funny because I think the way they talked about it too, it's like, oh, um, Viola Davis's uh, last nine uh, uh, last nine words of this episode is gonna make you whatever. And then yeah, and then when you watch it, it's like, why is your penis on this girl's phone? <laughs> it's like, well, wait, what? <laughs> oh man, I know it's. It's kind of annoying a little bit because it keeps going back to the same scene of the crime, but from different angles now. But, man. Oh, I missed the word. Dead girl's phone. I didn't say that, right? Oh, dead girl's phone. Why is your penis on this dead girl's phone? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, Viola Davis, man, she kills it. She's oh, man. a phenomenal actress, man. Phenomenal. Dude, I, I like that scene where she's removing her makeup. It's like I, I don't, I don't remember if it was one continuous scene, but she took off everything—eyelashes, makeup, lipstick. It was just, it was, it was kind of a, a it was weird in a sense. It's like, why are you showing us this? This is something different, you know. But it was just very interesting to show her like just completely clean off her face, off makeup and wig. She took off her wig and everything. I know, man. She's nice on the eyes, man. Yeah, and yeah. she can act. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like her. Uh, the help. She was in the help. Yep. Um, man, well, this has turned into a full-blown episode, son. So I'm going to have to release this by itself because I can't I put it just the news thing. Hey, man. You <laughs> might as well. You might as well. Uh, so, man, um, boy, anything else you want to talk about with TV? No, I, I think we done did it, as we, some would say. We done did I do like... Uh, I've been loving the Jimmy Fallon stuff, man, on tonight's show. He's he's doing so much music stuff, like the lip the lip sync challenge. Oh I, yeah. I just I love everything Jimmy Fallon's doing on the Tonight Show. Dude, I I love his show so much. I I I've everything I've watched I've liked. I the only problem is, I I wish it was like once a week, you know. But because it being every night, it it gets hard. Just like I said, you know, we've been discussing all these shows that we've been watching every day. You know, Ellen comes on every day, and we watch that every day. So it's it's so tough, you know, to try to record, you know, Jimmy Fallon at whatever time he plays at night, and then try to watch it the next day with the other stuff we're watching. But yeah, um, some of the skits he does where where he performs with like uh, classroom instruments, yep, you know, stuff like that, and uh, yeah, uh, basketball games uh, that he plays with celebrities, and yeah, all that stuff. And, and he has roots, you know, playing the band. That's that, that, awesome group. When Christina Aguilera came on to sing, um, okay. But spoiler alert, this is my guilty pleasure song from Christina Aguilera that would be in the Underground Hour guilty pleasure section, but we're going to take that out because we don't want to copyright infringe on any other podcast. But my spoiler alert for Christina Aguilera is your body is my guilty pleasure from her because damn, that girl kills it in that song. But it's not a song that you can just up and play and, you know, you got your kids in the room and it's like, oh, I want to do is love your body. Oh. No, you, no, you can't be doing oh, Keep that. on going. Keep on going. No, man. Uh-uh. It was refreshing my memory a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> kind of vaguely familiar. And when she's like doing the, oh, oh no, I, I can't do it. I'm not going to sing. I like her, man. I, I like her. You, you, you know, when, um, when she was on Jimmy Fallon with the roots playing in the background and she's singing that song and Jimmy Fallon is doing the oh, oh, oh part to that song. I was like, this is a fantastic rendition of my favorite Christina Aguilera song. Mine's, um, uh, what is it, Reflection? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you were, you were going to say about, uh, I don't know, what what were you going to say? Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I think I was going to say when, when she first came out, I actually kind of liked her a little bit more than, than Britney. Yeah. You uh, know, uh, in a bottle, man. Woo. Yeah, Britney was the bigger star. Uh, but I, I liked uh, Christina just because I think she had a lot more really good songs, whereas like Britney was putting out like hits, obviously. Um, but I think she had like uh, as far as like um, uh, quantity goes, I think Britney had less songs, but all her songs were huge. Mm-hmm. And Christina Aguilera had more songs uh, as far as uh, you know quantity, and they were all very good. You know, so it's a uh, it's a toss up between the two, but I, I I think Christina Aguilera has the edge. 
Yep. Uh, good, good times, man. Well, uh, well, sir, I think we will call it a wrap for this uh, supposedly news uh, section that was supposed to be in gone in 60 seconds, and now it's gone too long to put in an episode. So this is its own episode, as you can tell, because you've downloaded it and you're listening to it now. Yeah, uh, This was fun, man. This was a spontaneous text you sent me while I'm at the grocery store, so it was kind of cool, man. Yeah, it's cool because, I mean, we <laughs> we discussed beforehand, it was only going to be about 20 minutes. Here we are going, like, uh, over an hour. So, yeah, over an yeah. hour. So, all right, man, why don't uh, you tell people how they can get a hold of you if they decide they want to listen to you since you say you have no listeners. So here's, yes, here's yes. your chance to plea for some, sir. All right, uh, Hydrate Level 4. I do that with my son, Phoenix. We review the older movies that I grew up watching, um, and he gives his opinions. And it's it's very interesting because sometimes I think he's going to like a movie and he may not like it as much. But it's it's a very uh, interesting dynamic between the two. So uh, check us out on iTunes there and Stitcher. Uh, and the other show, if you watch The Flash, check out The Pod Flash. Pod Flash is one word. We're also on iTunes and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook. That will definitely help us out. And, um, you know, if you guys want to email in, uh, hlfpodcast at gmail.com or thepodflash at gmail.com. Heck yeah. Uh, Jameson was on your last episode, Psycho. Yes. Uh, he stayed up till two in the morning, was it, to talk to your ass? He woke up at uh, one in the morning to to talk to us uh, about Psycho. That that's, went that's on crazy. for about that went on for about two hours. Oh my god, dude! What and is wrong with you? He stayed up another three to talk to me, just about life, just <laughs> random stuff, man. TV shows, movies. That's awesome. You know everything. Jameson's so. a stand-up guy, man. I'll tell you. Sure is. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, since you will now be listening to this news episode, um, I will get gone in sixty seconds out to you uh, probably on Tuesday. Uh, look for that episode. Uh, obviously, probably minus the news section, if you will. Uh, but if you have anything you want to say, or if you still want to write in for Gone in 60 Seconds, feel free to do so at stlpodcast.gmail.com. Don't forget to go to the website, stlpodcast.com. I pay a lot of money for that thing, so I want to make sure it's used. Uh, it's a joke, by the way. I do pay money for it, but I'm just giving you guys a hard time. Uh, don't forget to go to Facebook, www.sweepdelaypodcast.com. Wait, no, www.facebook.com slash sweepdelaypodcast. You can find the show there. And if you want to be part of the nation, the Facebook group, the very active one, this is where we do all of our talking every day. Just type in the STL Nation in Facebook. Come join the fun. It's good times. And then on iTunes, if you would like to rate and review the show, that would be excellent. I got 31 reviews and ratings on there so far. It's been great. Thank you so much for everybody who has uh, given the five stars and written awesome reviews. You guys are amazing. And uh, I'm excited, man. I can't wait to get to the year-end episode, do the top 20 songs of 2014. I actually have a top 10 movies for the year. That's going to be fun, too. But uh, I'm really liking this whole uh, Gone in 60 Seconds speed and death race uh, before we get to the Christmas episode, man, it's going to be some fun times. So, uh, thanks for coming on, man. It, it was definitely fun. We were just kind of talking the other day and we didn't really think we'd be able to get together and here we are. So. Oh yeah. Th- thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. You know, it's not often we get an opportunity to do so. And again, it was last minute, so it, it, it worked out and I had a good time. Heck yeah, I did too. Well, I think the next underground hour will be the end year end sh- year-end show anyways so i think that'll be much better because that'll be a lot of songs on that episode nice i i can't wait for the end of the year you know the the top 
Uh, top what, 20. Top 20, uh, yeah, top, 2014. Yep, top 20 and top 10 movies of 2014. So. And uh, the, the ladies, they, they brung it strong this year. Um, typically, I'm not a big fan of like a whole lot of like uh, female artists. You know, I mean, well, I, I like them, but it's not often where I'm like, man, you know, I'm, song after song, like girl after girl is like a hit. I, I'm going to give you a little spoiler. Mm-hmm. And my top three songs of the year are female. Mine probably is too. You, yep. you know, there, there, there's a, um, and I think some of the guy songs that I've liked this year, I don't even know their names. <laughs> and and two of the songs in the top three are by the same artist. Oh, I'm sure it's that's a uh, Iggy there. Well, we will find out because <laughs> Iggy's done a lot. Charlie XCX has done a lot. Right. You know, there's a lot of people that have done a lot of stuff. Ariana's done a lot of stuff this year. Yes, she has. Yeah, she so just released another one. We will have to see where everybody fits, but I can promise you my top three are female. So Yeah. Which, since Pillar, my favorite band, had a new single this year, the fact that they're not number one says something. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, okay. very interesting. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good time. So since this is a news episode, uh, you know, for Music Spotlight, usually uh, I do that in the movie-based episodes. But you know what, sir? Since you and I, we were talking about how awesome those uh, songs were for Stalker, why don't we go ahead? You know, we'll do a Music Spotlight for this episode, and we'll play one of those creepy-ass songs from Stalker so people can hear and understand what yes. we were talking about just in case they miss it. Does that sound like a good idea? Sounds like a great idea, Mike. I wish I would have thought of that. I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will ever know what that means. So. Nope. So, sir, uh, with that being said, we will play that for the Music Spotlight. Uh, thank you so much for coming on here, man. I had a blast. And uh, do you have anything else you want to say before we sign off, sir, and play some creepy-ass music? No, not at all. Just, you know, find every, you know, everyone in the nation, get, you know, get active. You know, uh, uh, play some of those games. You know, <laughs> play some of those games. We don't play, play some of those games. We don't play any things. games. What are you talking about? Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, we stopped playing that, man. You can't tell people to get active on something that we're not doing in the first place. So come That's on. a good point. We can revive the game. Yeah, we should. We somebody bring it back. Bring it back around. All right. Post, post some more things. Show us some of the movies you're buying. Heck yeah. All right, guys. So with that being said, uh, you guys have yourself a good one. I'll catch you guys on Tuesday for Gone in 60 Seconds. Make sure you write in. Uh, Everyone have a good weekend. Take care. Masunas out.